We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Really interesting election day yesterday. Abortion and marijuana uh, were some key issues that voters decided, hey, wait a minute. When it comes to abortion and marijuana, stay out of our lives. This is America. We have individual choice. We're going to talk more about that. Also, uh, there were some uh, Trump-supported candidates that um, bombed. So I'm still not so sure about these polls that show that uh, ex-President Trump is in such a... um, significant lead. I'm not so sure about these polls. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that uh, later. Um, But first, um, let me mention that... Oh, I wanted to mention that, you know, the fog may be around again, so be careful with that. But also, it's the deer mating season. And so AAA is is warning everybody. We have deer in our state. There's deer in Mississippi. And uh, by the way, Mississippi uh, re-elected a Republican, but a Democrat gave uh, him a real, real challenge. So um, that is definitely something to, to pay attention to if you're into politics. But uh, AAA is warning that, that deer are, are mating and they're kind of running all over the place. And so you need to be careful because uh, if a deer runs out there and you hit a deer, I mean, that could be a fatal accident. Not, not just for the deer, but also for you. Look, I, I want to take a moment. To, I said it yesterday and I want to say it again. I am thrilled that New Orleans Mayor Latoya Cantrell is so open to working with Governor-elect Jeff Landry. I mean, I, I love this attitude, and I love that Jeff Landry is focusing on New Orleans and crime, and he shouldn't talk to anybody until his transition team does what they need to do to try to uh, determine what the problems are, and I love that uh, Mayor Cantrell is going to be open to any solutions and, and help from the state. I'm, I'm surprised that she's this congenial, but I'm thrilled that it's happening. All right, so did you see the interview last night on Channel 4, Mike Perlstein and our district attorney, Jason Williams? Did you watch the interview last night, Ian? Native. Uh, yeah, I, I, I saw the interview, and the first thing that hit me was what was in the background of the of Jason Williams in his office. First of all, I'm, I'm watching the interview. I'm going, where is this? Where is this interview taking place? Is that his office? Right behind Jason Williams was like a full a full tray of of of, of liquor bottles. I mean, he had like scotch and bourbon, and I, I couldn't determine all of it, but he had a full bar behind him. So my question is, it was a big office. Why would you pick that spot to do the interview? I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, I guess, but the guy has got a, he's got a stock of liquor in his office right there on a tray that was right behind him in the interview, and I just thought that was an interesting place to pick the, uh, to do the interview. There are supposed to be people on your staff who are looking out for you about that kind yes. of thing. So either that person's <laughs> not really doing a great job, maybe they had an off day, or 
they weren't there, or maybe they were drunk. Or maybe they were just like, <laughs> yeah, put it in front of the bourbon, whatever. But really, I, I mean, it was so pronounced behind him, these these bottles of liquor. It, I mean, it was like a full bar. I mean, it's like, right, what do you want? What do you need? Oh, we got it over. Come on over here. We got it. And I'm just wondering, you know, I, what kind of drinking's taking place in Jason Williams' office for the liquor to be there? I mean, this is a scene like out of the, uh, the 1950s, 1960s, when executives had liquor in their office. Ever watch reruns of an old show? from the 60s or, or 70s, and, and, and they're constantly going to, um, to to make a drink, like in the middle of the day, somebody comes in for questioning or whatever, they're constantly making a drink, and they've, you know, they've got the the ice tongs and the ice bucket, and the ice is right there, and they're just ready to, to make drinks. I just thought that was a kind of interesting. Not it, that it's illegal, I just thought it was, was interesting. But I applaud Jason Williams for breaking a campaign promise. Usually we want politicians to hold their campaign promises, but Jason Williams has not. He basically campaigned on the idea that he was not going to prosecute teenagers as adults. And he was pandering to what he perceived to be the progressive left that wanted this extra special consideration for teenagers. Jason Williams gets in office and it doesn't take long for him to change his position. And Jason Williams said in the interview, the position to never charge juveniles as adults was the wrong one. And it actually hit us at a really tough intersection of some of our highest truancy rates. At the same time, we were having violent crime spiking. I think it takes more courage to change your mind than it is to double down on what you believe. So I applaud Jason Williams for changing his, uh, his mind about this. He was also the victim with his, with his mother of a, of a, of a carjacking. And then there were the, 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 the thug punks in the, the Linda Fricky case. How can you not charge them as adults? But during the campaign, he was, he was pandering to this, this perception that people want to coddle the teenage criminals. And the people in the communities that are most affected by this, many of them don't want this anymore. And I mentioned, as Jason Williams was, uh, after he was in office and we were having that big crime spike uh, here in, in New Orleans, I was saying that Jason Williams would not have won district attorney. He would not have won the election if he, if, if he campaigned on that today. If the election were held now and he said, I'm not going to charge any juveniles as, as adults, uh, he would not have won the election. So it's good that he changed his mind. I'm sure Jason Williams wants to be mayor of New Orleans one day. And I'm sure he's positioning himself for, um, for, for this to happen. So anyway, I applaud him for changing his mind. If you want to join us with a comment this afternoon, the Oakland Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. Let's go to Ben in New Orleans. Ben, you're on WWL. Good afternoon. Hey, Scoot. How's it going? Good. Hey, a um, uh, uh, couple points about, uh, you know, the, the abortion law passing um, in Ohio, I believe. Yeah. Um, first off, just pretty simple to me so it's a woman's body woman's choice it's yeah. kind of the the beginning and end of that to me uh, another ironic thing is that um like you were saying if, if men could get pregnant it would be a completely different reaction oh, yeah, um, i remember watching um an interview and you know going up to to older guys saying you know what if the government passed a law that you know all men until they were married had to have a vasectomy you know would you be in favor of that and the guys were like, you know, no, I don't, I don't think that's right. I don't think the government should be able to tell me to do, you know, what, you know, what I should do with my body. 
And then they would ask about abortion, and it would be a completely different answer. And it's like, right. oh my goodness, dude, you're almost getting it. You like, you almost <laughs> have it. Like, but you're being so cloudy. Like, they literally, it's literally the same point. Yes. You know, um, and it, it's just crazy how that happens. And and last point, I mean, part of the, I guess the the darker reality of this um, uh, abortion issue to me, one, it's not going to stop women from getting abortions. Right? They're going to get right. unsafe abortions potentially die from trying to get an unsafe abortion and also um if you know what's the motive for you know white republicans wanting to stop abortion the projections show it by 2050 maybe sooner that this country is no longer going to be majority white um it's most likely going to be majority hispanic um and well, or, or, that, or a majority if, combination of the minorities right exactly um, so if you prevent, in particular, like looking at the a lot of the re- Republican voter base, which is poor white people, if you if you prevent poor white people from getting abortions, what does that lead to? That leads to more white children in the country, which leads to more of your voter base. So it's not just I mean, yes, it's controlling women's buys, but it's also a very decisive political move of, hey, how do we increase one of our main bases of voters is by trying to get white white women, most majority poor white women, from not having the resources to not have kids. And then those kids will turn into an increasing voter base. So that is just an, another part of the picture that I don't think often gets talked about or maybe is, is not on many people's minds. But um, it, it, it's definitely yeah. part of the political play. I would like to think that that's not the case. Uh, it, it might be. I'd like to think that there isn't this approach to abortion that, that somehow the, the end product is not about whether or not uh, a, a child is, is, uh, is, is murdered or, or killed in the minds of some, but it's more about getting voters. I mean, I'd, I'd like to think that it's not that, that it really is an issue about uh, about protecting the life of, of a child, which in the minds of many, that's exactly what it, what it is. But, um, you know, you, you never know. And, and you may be bringing up a really interesting point. Ben, I'm glad you're listening to our show, and I'm, I'm glad you called. If you want to join us, the Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. Let's go to Slidell. Bob, you're on WWL. Hello? Hey, Bob. Oh, hi. How you doing? Oh, yeah, I heard your comment about the, um, you know, about the election yesterday, and I totally agree with you. And uh, that's really one why I'm really calling me. When, you know, the problem is that people are always trying to tell other people what to do. Yeah. And uh, President Franklin uh, said way back in 1932, uh, he commented that... Uh, Freedom is a very, very easy thing to lose, but it's a very, very hard thing to get. Hmm. Okay? So if you lose something, like you you let somebody uh, tell you what to do, uh, it's really hard to get, you know, to get that freedom back. We went through that with prohibition with the, uh, you know, somebody, they, they, you know, passed the thing where we couldn't do it, but he took... You know, 12 years, 12, 13 years to get it rescinded. Yeah. And that's exactly, and, and it's unfortunately, it's not just the abortion and uh, pot and all that. You have to look at the uh, uh, what the state legislatures are doing. 
And Ohio's a good example. Yeah, the, the Republicans in Ohio didn't want the abortion uh, thing on the ballot. Uh, and so when uh, the group was starting to gather signatures and things to put it on the ballot, the legislature immediately went and passed some laws uh, to make it much harder for them to be able to get the uh, uh, thing on the ballot. So by just by doing that, they're depriving people of their opportunity to, you know, to vote, to get, to vote, and uh, the actual people, uh, they're denying their actual people to tra- make the choice. Yeah. It wasn't their choice. Well, and that's, it was their choice. That's the key, Bob. That- that's that's the key, Bob, it is I, I think the election last night, you know, this might not be a, a precursor of what's to come next year for the presidential election, but it's something Republicans better pay attention to. It's something Democrats should pay attention to. Democrats are, are missing a really great opportunity to to um, to create uh, an, an assault against Republicans uh, f- uh, for their attempts to take away individual rights. That should be the, the campaign of the Democrats, but it's not because they're not smart enough to figure that out, I guess. But what happened yesterday was uh, people went to the polls and they basically said, stay out of our lives. And that goes totally against right-wing radicals who want to tell people like me and you how to lead our lives. And they want to tell us what to believe. And the, the blog that I wrote yesterday and part of our show, a really interesting call with a guy named Jacob from Mississippi yesterday, it's on our website, www.com. It's also posted on the Scoot on the Air Facebook page. How many Christians are supporting fascism in America without even realizing it? And, and this, this idea that Christianity somehow prevails American government is flawed on so many levels. And I've explained that in the blog. And my conversation with uh, Jacob, I thought, was really, uh, really interesting. If you want to join us with a comment this afternoon, the Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. And in the state of Ohio, they're going to be able to spark a doobie real soon. Recreational marijuana use and the personal growing of marijuana has been approved by the people in Ohio. And on Fox and Friends this morning, they were uh, kind of having a, a problem trying to explain the abortion rights issue. And a lot of Republicans are responding to this. But basically, the whole idea of the Supreme Court overturning Roe v. Wade and then the Republican talking point being, hey, the court didn't overturn Roe v. Wade. We're just turning it over to the states. Republicans thought that people were going to vote for abortion restrictions and they're voting for abortion rights. That has been a shocker, and it happened again last night. I'm Scoot. We'll be back on WWL. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You know, I don't think this song got credit that it deserved uh, when it was popular. Papa Don't Preach My Madonna. By Madonna, I'm I'm not listening to Daddy, who wanted me to have an abortion. I'm going to keep my baby. You know, this was really a positive message about not having an abortion. I'm Scoot on the air. We're talking about the election results, and I'd love to get your reaction to what happened yesterday. It seems to me that what happened is um, uh, voters went to the polls and basically said, stop telling us how to lead our lives. Uh, Two of the big takeaways were in Ohio, previously a red state, now considered more of a a swing state, but Ohio was a a red state, and and it's changed, and now a swing state. Um, Ohio included abortion rights in the state constitution. It's in the constitution now in the state, and Ohio also legalized the recreational use of marijuana. These two things are, are, are trends in America. Ohio voters did approve a constitutional amendment that guarantees the right to abortion and other forms of reproductive health care. Abortion is health care. Lauren Glovelt is co-chair of Ohioans United for Reproductive Rights. And abortion access is the law of the land in Ohio. Which led support for the amendment. Together, we successfully enshrined the right to reproductive freedom into the Ohio Constitution. It was the latest blow for abortion opponents following a string of defeats in statewide votes since the U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade last year. And it highlighted the divide between Ohio voters and the Republicans who control every lever of statewide political power. Still, Republicans remain defiant. Ohio House Speaker Jason Stevens saying the amendment's approval is not the end of the conversation. I'm Ben Thomas. All right, so what's your reaction to this? I mean, if, if, if you are a strong pro-lifer, what's your reaction to every state that has had the opportunity to vote for abortion rights? They have voted, voted in favor of abortion rights. Former Pennsylvania Senator and Republican presidential candidate in the past, Rick Santorum, who I consider to be a right-wing radical, um, he said on Newsmax, and I guess the fact that he was on Newsmax says a lot too, he was on Newsmax and he says Ohio's decision to legalize marijuana and put abortion rights in the state constitution are proof that pure democracies are not the way to run a country. So now Rick Santorum is speaking out against democracy. Also, there were some very interesting elections that um, did not bode well for people who think that Donald Trump is the Holy Grail. Governors in Kentucky and Mississippi won re-election, while Democrats generally had a really good night in Pennsylvania, Virginia, and New Jersey. It's for more years for Kentucky Democratic Governor Andy Bashir. It's time to get our educators the big pay raise they deserve. Mississippi Republican Governor Tate Reeves also won re-election. Not too bad for what the Democrat Super PAC Mississippi Today called one of the most unpopular governors in America. 
taped courtesy of WLBT. In Houston, there will be a runoff for mayor between State Senator John Whitmire and U.S. Representative Sheila Jackson Lee, two Democrats with decades-long political careers. And in Philadelphia, Democrat Sherelle Parker will become the city's 100th mayor and the first woman to lead the city. We are going to use every legal tool that is in the tool book to make this city safe. I'm Donna Water. Republican candidate Daniel Cameron, who was uh, running for, for governor against the incumbent in, uh, in Kentucky, uh, Andy Brashear, um, Daniel Cameron has been seen as just a, a rising star in the Republican Party. And, you know, Kentucky is a very red state and he lost. And the Democrat Andy Bashir was uh, was the winner. So, you know, uh, again, the Republican Party should take note of all of this. And I mean, we're one year away from the presidential election and um, a lot of other things are going to be on the ballot as well. This is um, taking the temperature of the political climate in America. And and all of the stuff that happened in the election yesterday does not support the idea that Donald Trump really has this strong of a lead among Republicans. And five Republican candidates will debate tonight. Personally, I uh, I think Trump is smart to, to stay away. He has nothing to lose, but his, um, well, he has... He has nothing to lose by he has nothing to gain by going. I'll put it that way. I mean, he could just get himself in trouble. And right now he's in the lead. But I'm not sure those polls are really that indicative of, of reality. Also, at the White House, uh, they're you know very proud of what happened. And the press secretary, uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre, said that this is proof the American voters don't want a MAGA agenda controlling their lives. In Kentucky, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and in Virginia, voters once again sided with President Biden's agenda to stand up for fundamental freedoms and build an economy for the middle class and protect democracy. Ohio is now the seventh state where voters turned out in droves to reject reject attempts by Republican elected officials to impose extreme abortion bans since the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. We have always said that voting matters and polls do not. Our focus is going to remain on our work to grow the economy, lower costs, for families and protect fundamental freedoms against dangerous agendas that are out of touch with the American people. What is your reaction to this? Um, I mean, do you even want to comment? Uh, are, 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 are a lot of people just so unhappy with this? They, they're really not sure what to say. It seemed like they kind of struggled a little bit on, on Fox and Friends um, this morning. You know, this is not, um, you know, one side winning and the other side losing. All this is is a marker. As, as to where we are. And if Republicans and Democrats don't pay attention to what voters are saying, and the interesting thing is the abortion issue is bringing out a lot of younger voters. And if younger voters show up, Republicans fear that they're not going to win as much. They would rather older voters show up. So it's going to be interesting to see how Republicans um, deal with this abortion issue. Um, Republican presidential candidate, former governor of uh, South Carolina, Nikki Haley, she is uh, is talking about how, you know, the Republican Party needs to come to grips with this and they need to find a way to, to deal with the reality of how America feels about abortion rights. If you want to join us, the Okinawa Jewelers talking text line is 504-260-1870. I'm Scoot on the air. Let's go to Ian Hoke with a couple of your text messages. All right. Here's a text that says regarding Jason Williams, I have to wonder if his campaign platform was shaped by people like George Soros 
who donated two hundred twenty thousand to the super uh, or to the political action committee running his campaign ads. Yeah, I I, I, I couldn't answer that question. I, I don't know. I guess it's possible, but. Uh, I'm, I'm very grateful that Jason Williams has changed his mind. And if you're just tuning in, I couldn't help but notice that there was a whole display of liquor bottles, fists of liquor, uh, right behind him in the background of the interview he did with uh, Mike Perlstein on Channel 4. Again, not that there's anything wrong with it. I was just surprised that the DA had so much liquor in his office. Here's a Texas says, hey, Scoot, I am also happy that the governor-elect wants to address crime in New Orleans. However... I think he should have invited an elected city official, perhaps a member of the city council, to participate in that task force that he's forming. I also think New Orleans Police Department Chief Ann Kirkpatrick should have been invited to join the task force. This text comes from Loretta. Yeah, Loretta, I don't disagree with that. It would have been nice to invite somebody. I don't think he, he has to. Um, I, he's, he's, his, his transition team is figuring out what to do. And, you know, they certainly will. It, well, they need to include uh, all of those people in the conversation about really what to do in, in New Orleans. But I don't have a big problem with this transition team um, handling their first impression of this. All right. Here's a texter that started texting us early today at one eleven. Okay. So we've been on the air for maybe two, three minutes. This person says, I'm dropping off. This host has too many issues and his insults don't promote intelligent, good conversation. Goodbye. One minute later. Here we go again. I don't care about his opinions. He should promote open discussion without insulting anyone and everyone. I'm out. Boomer. Two minutes later. I'm a Republican and I'm a boomer. Already two strikes against me. I'm not MAGA, but I'm getting errantly categorized. 14 minutes later. Congratulations on your wins on abortion and marijuana. I don't care about that. It's a shame that we need to throw that in the face of all the conservative boomers as though they were the ones responsible. I'm not responsible. One minute after that. But I don't feel I can offer anything to the discussion without being categorized as one of them hated peoples. What was the first text he sent? Dropping off. Goodbye. You know, this happens all the time. Um, if, if, if I can hold somebody's attention for a long period of time, that's my job. I've done my job. Thank you for supporting the idea that we can disagree and you're still going to listen. Because if you stop listening to this show, you're going to wonder what the hell I've said. What the hell am I talking about? What opinions am I putting forward? I'm not doing anything differently from the right wingers on talk radio across this country. But there are people who think that I don't have a right to be opinionated because my opinion is different. And that is simply in defiance of the spirit of America. So we're very proud of, um, of what we do here. I would hate for anyone listening to mistake our political disagreements for us hating them. Nobody on this program hates you because you're a conservative. Please disabuse yourself of that notion. No one here hates you because you're a boomer. My God, why would you hand that to us? That's not at all what we're about. And when we talk about these things, you know, Fox News generalizes about Democrats and liberals. And sometimes we generalize about Republicans and conservatives. But we constantly remind people that we are not talking about all Republicans. We're not talking about all conservatives. And so if the group that we're talking about, if that faction within the Republican Party that we're talking about doesn't apply to you, then don't take it personally. This per- so I want to congratulations on you. This is the same texture, and this is the last we'll say about it, and we'll move on. Congratulations on your wins on abortion and marijuana. I don't care about that. It's a shame that we need to throw that in the face of all the conservative boomers as though they were the ones responsible. I'm not responsible. Brother, 
there are so many conservative conservative boomers who make abortion and marijuana and defunding the police and trans people in bathrooms the point of the spear on their politics it is the alpha and omega of what they care about and if you're a conservative boomer you have a responsibility to participate in that process with other conservative boomers and if you don't like the way that they're doing that job and the way that they're running that party and the way that they're foundationally pushing your movement forward that is not our problem yeah it's up to you to denounce those within your group that are attaining you in in your opinion it sounds like you're a moderate and i'm yep. sorry that you're getting you know yanked around on a short leash by the radicals but i just I, I, you know that's I, your problem man I, I love that the guy's listening I, I, you know the people who don't like the show may listen even longer than the people who like the show which is you know it, it's fine i you know look I, i'm just honest with you about my opinions and i i look a, a lot of our audience agrees with me and you know we've just got a really great show and an, and an unbelievable audience and so we're not, you know, we're going to keep going the way we're going. Let me mention something. Um, there's a, two new studies that have come out um, talking about the risk of a heart attack, stroke, and heart failure when it comes to smoking marijuana. The studies were presented to the American Heart Association scientific sessions in Philadelphia on Monday. Older adults who use marijuana are at a higher risk of hospitalization for heart attack, stroke, and another study found that daily users were 34% more likely to develop heart failure. And I mentioned this as Ohioans uh, declare that marijuana, um, recreational use of marijuana is legal. But look, these studies show that people who smoke marijuana have heart attacks and strokes and heart failure. It's not the marijuana. It's, it's all the stuff that they, they consume when they get the munchies. It's the chips and dip. It's the spinach. It's the spinach dip. It's the, um, it's the donuts. It's the, uh, it's, it's the ice cream. It's, it's, it's all of that, all of that stuff. So, um, yeah, it's not the pot itself. It's the the stuff that you consume when you get the munchies. All right, if you want to join us with a comment, the Oakland Art Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. And uh, really, I think this is a song that really does sort of capture the essence of the election last night. Man, and when it comes to drag queens, when it comes to trans people, stay out of my life and stay out of their lives and mind your own business. I'm Scoot on the Air. We'll be back on WWL. On the Scoot on the Air rock culture calendar on this day in 1986, this was the uh, number one song in America. Amanda by Boston. I even had to double check my research. I was surprised to find out that this was Boston's only number one hit. More than a feeling. Don't look back. Um, all those great songs Boston did, they only had one number one hit. Amanda. I'm Scoot on the air. It's Wednesday. We're halfway to the weekend. That's uh, good news. Let's go to Hammond and Irvin. You're on WWL. Good afternoon, Irvin. Hey, Scoot. <clears throat> uh, statistically, black women uh, constitute 38.4% of abortions in this country. White women at 33.4%, Hispanic 21 other races 72 So any argument that the Republican Party is trying to pump up the white race, through because of anti-abortion, black women are more susceptible to abortion. The other statistic, 85.5% of abortions in this country are unmarried women. So, you know, we have a, uh, we're talking about responsibility. You know, we could bypass this abortion issue to a degree if, if people would be more responsible about their sexual life. 
Well, and the you problem, know? Irvin, is that, that, that the, 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 the pro-lifers don't want to have that conversation. They focus only on the death of a child, which is in their mind the death of a child, which legally and medically it is not the death of a child. And also when you, when you talk about all those percentages, black women, white women, Hispanic women, Asian women, they're all Americans. And so you're right about this being an issue of, of personal accountability. Sometimes something happens and an abortion might be needed because you tried and, and, and it failed. But abortion should not be, should not be a, a, a form of birth control, contraception. But yet people are not responsible with their, their, their behavior. So, I mean, I, I agree with you on that. But it still comes down to telling somebody what to do with, with their body. Well, first of all, I'm going to distance myself from the far right, uh, you know, as far as uh, rape, incest, health of the mother. You know, that that should be allowed. I think as a country, we need to meet somewhere in the middle because Roe versus Wade allowed abortion on demand. And I think you know what partial birth abortion is, you know. I mean, we were allowing abo- under that you could have an abortion first, second, third trimester, all the way up to birth, and have a partial birth abortion. Yeah, but these are these are things and, that, that this is this is extremely rare. This is not what you have been led to believe it is. And it's and and in those cases, it's the health of the mother that's you know the, people are not ripping out their babies at eight and a half months. I mean, this is a myth that is perpetrated by right wing radicals. Well, I think it happens to a degree, but the whole point is we we need to get the rational people on both sides, not the far left and well, not the far right, to to come in at to a point, you know, where abortion is acceptable and to a point where it isn't. The last thing I'll end with is studies have shown that about forty eight percent of women who have experienced abortions, because most of these women are in their teens and twenties and they're single women, okay. Uh, they experience depression, grief, guilt, anxiety, regret, nightmares. Okay, et well, but I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm sure some do, but, but Irvin, the point is, um, it, it's their decision, you know. And and I make decisions in my life that you know sometimes I'm depressed. I mean, we make decisions in our lives that we, you know, nobody's immune from grief. Nobody's immune from being depressed. You know, if more people were responsible with their, their, their sex lives, then abortion would be even less of an issue. But it's much less of an issue now than it once was. And so, again, this is such a volatile issue because some people just have this Im- Im- embedded in their brain and they're not going to change their mind about this. But the people have spoken. Republicans can argue all they want, but they have got to be collectively disappointed that people in a state like Ohio and people in other states, I think Nebraska was one of the the first states to do it, they are entrenching abortion rights in their state constitutions. And so the Supreme Court might have overturned Roe v. Wade, but you send it back to the states, look what the states are doing. If you want to join us, the Open Our Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. In 1963, November the 8th, 1963, this was a song that was released by Jan and Dean. The song is Drag City. I have, a, I have a feeling if this song were redone today, it would be, not be about cars. I'm Scoot. We'll be back on WWL. On the Scoot on the Air Rock Culture Calendar, we wish a happy birthday today to Ricky Lee Jones. Ricky Lee Jones is um, 69 years old today, and I know she was living in New Orleans. I don't know whether she still is, but, yeah, she was um, living right here in the city. 
always love this song. If you're on hold, stay with us. We've got a lot of calls. We've got a lot of text to get to. We're talking about the reaction to election night. A strong message to right-wing Republicans is that, uh, you know, voters want conservatives to kind of mind their own business. Um, And there are many conservatives that want people to mind their own business. When it comes to abortion and marijuana, let us make our decisions. And this whole right-wing, this whole right-wing condemnation of marijuana being legalized, what, you think conservatives don't smoke pot? If I put out a call for conservatives or Republicans to tell me they smoke pot, we would be inundated with calls and text messages. All right. A lot more still to come, including an update on uh, Taylor and Travis on WWL. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.